Here at STEM Siblings, we are by no means experts in the topics we discuss, but we do use... STEM Siblings Podcast, the podcast for all things scientific. I'm your mathematics major host, Maxwell, a second year at Arcadia University. And I'm trying to crack my back. Alright! It's not working. Ah, beans. On this podcast, we talk about science and all things that fall beneath that title. I choose the topic, we discuss, and Ben provides information I miss in my research, fun facts, and jokes. Except for tonight. Except well, for tonight. Well, okay, still I can do jokes. You can still do jokes tonight. I'm busy, I'm working. Yeah, you're working, it's I'm fine, working. it's understandable. Now, I've been focusing on something recently. Yeah, what is that well, something, Max? Ben Should will be just... able to tell you, and my friends will be able to tell you. Oh boy, <laughs> first take. Uh... <laughs> I love bugs. Uh, you mean insects, bro? You mean Shut arthropods? Up. Oh my god. That's why we first did earwigs for our first episode. Mm-hmm. But today, I'm not here to talk about small bugs. What was our second episode? Uh, it was Hamlet Happens. Mm, what? The the math theorem. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm here to talk about something that I recently looked up for Ben's podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Disney Rewind, that I have been hyper-focusing on. So I'm sure some of our listeners and you know what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, ben, you asked for some kind of prehistoric animal, and mm-hmm. I'm here to give you one because today we're talking about arthropods. Yep. Not a bug, technically. But it is an arthropod. Yes. A very, very early arthropod. Yes. Carboniferous. Yes. So these are prehistoric creatures, but they also fit under our bug episode category, even though it's not a bug because it resembles just, a bug. Just think of it as a big honking millipede. Exactly. Just so we're a... going to be playing two games today. Okay. One you know well, pet or pest. Without pet. knowing anything, is it a pet or a pest? A pest? Are you kidding me? What? They're <laughs> big. They're huge. I know and they all are. they do is munch on the... You know how expensive that is? I don't care. They're big and gross. <laughs> no. Oh, Out of my man. house. The, the second game is simple. Uh, I'm calling it Excited About Extinction. Yes! Uh, without any information about this creature, are you relieved that it is not around today? Probably not. I mean, okay, well, yeah, I'm glad it's not around. It wouldn't fit our ecosystem. But, like, bummer, dude. It would have been pretty cool to see. Also, it would be, like, a good food source for us. Ew, no. Why not? Because, look, I can get behind eating, like, insects, but eating like centipedes and millipedes yeah but like if it was huge you could probably find some meat no ugh, bug meat is just not for my tiny american brain oh man eating uh what are they called mealworms was an amazing experience for me my my tiny american (laughs) my tiny american can't do anything about covid brain scoffs at the uh the the idea of eating eating bugs Well, I've been thinking about these bad boys for about a week now. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been thinking about them for years, bro. (laughs) Yeah, they are anthropoids. Anthropoids. 
and they are very similar to millipedes. Uh, from the sources I found, they are up to two meters in length, which is about six point feet, but they can be longer than that. Hmm. What? Oh, anthropoids is a, is a reference to resembling a human being. So maybe they just what? chose a really weird word. Yeah, they probably chose a weird word. I think word. they just chose a weird version of arthropod. Probably. It's fine. Yep. Um, most depictions of this creature are equivalent to a millipede, and if you look at the fossils of them, you can see why. Their yeah, fossils absolutely. look exactly how you'd expect. A bunch of small lines that go together to make its form. It's just a bigger version of a millipede fossil. It's disgusting. What? I think they're adorable. No, super gross. I love them. Super gross. This can explain why in images people make of them showing this creature, they're just millipedes, but big. Yeah, we should also state that Arthropleura is a genus, so there's quite a few species. I'm going to be talking about this. Involved. I'm going to be talking about a specific species later on. They had 30 joint segments. That's pretty good. Uh, These segments were covered by two side plates and one center plate. The leg to body segment ratio is 8 to 6, which is sort of like a millipede, which has a 2 to 1, and it's only like a millipede because other creatures, such as centipedes, have a 1 to 1 ratio. And And centipedes are typically predatory and arthropleural well, yes. is not. They were thought to be in North America and Scotland. Yep. Uh, originally they were thought to be predators, but with new research it was discovered they were herbivores. Yeah, a lot of that comes from the fact that scientists never really found good good enough preserved mouth parts, so if, yes. if it was out to kill, those mouth parts would be nice and hard, nice and sharp, and very, very dense, and probably would have preserved decently. Um, but with no mouth parts, that means they had a very soft, tissuey mouth part, which means yeah. you are eating plants. Yes. Or other, other, uh, who know? you know, you're not eating animals. Yeah. So I didn't do much research into millipedes, because that's not what I was talking about. Uh, but one thing I can tell you about millipedes is they don't have a thousand legs. That's true. That they is have, true. They have, like, what, 30 to 400 legs total? Uh, I, yeah, the, lar- the most amount of legs to s- found on a centipede, I think, was 750. Well, we're talking about millipedes, not centipedes. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry, millipedes. 750. Um, also, yeah, that's all we got about millipedes. I am so sorry. Oh, they're nature's recyclers, apparently. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, according to... Terminex.com. <laughs> I don't know how trustworthy this site is, but sure, they, gonna... they kill stuff. Yeah, I'm just I'm counting on it because I didn't get to do actual research onto millipedes. But back to arthropleurids. Mm-hmm. These creatures fall under the category of myropods, gotcha. and the class that the certain kind I was talking about, where they would fit, would be the diplopoda class. Mm, diploda. Yeah, yes, those are your millipedes. Yep. This and I think... Well, no, that'd be that'd be millipedes. Yeah, centipedes were a different one. I did not write that down, but I almost mistook that one for the correct class. Yep. Um, this class has the longest fossils out of the four classes that fall under myropods, uh, but some sources contribute that to high preservation potential due to the burrowing that these creatures would do and the calcified uh, cuticles that they have. 
the fossils are thought to be corpses of the dead ones rather than malts because malts would be too easy breakable and also yeah. probably eaten before they could be fossilized. Yeah, malts uh, malts are typically eaten. There are of course cases where that is not true. You find a lot of cicada shells. Yes, but if you have just malted and are looking for some protein, you are eating that, Johnson. Yeah, like chomp on your dead skin, you know. God. Um, one of the saddest things about this these creatures is that there weren't many professional sources on them. No, they're not often talked about. No, and I had to cave, and I was going to do what I do when I need to cave, which is go on Wikipedia and look at the sources they use in Wikipedia. Oh, I do that all the time. That's a great place to start your research. Yes, because if you follow the sources, you'll be able to follow a nice like work and be able to source that instead and not get in trouble the problem here was that wikipedia had all the same sources i already used yeah not a lot of people i mean i'm gonna sound kind of mean rightly so what you know, i mean what like what can we learn about these giant giant arthropods that we'll never see again unless our our oxygen content goes through the roof i don't know but i love them they are so cute yeah very large tracks very large so I just kept going on the internet because I was at like, what? How long have we been running right now? Um, an unknown amount of time because I never changed the time code. All oh, right, ten minutes. Oh, ten minutes. Uh, I was running very, very low, and I was like, oh god, this episode is going to be five minutes total if yeah, I don't find anything. Bit of a bit of a small one for us. Yeah, and we already do small episodes, so I'm putting my trust in National Geographic. Ooh, risky decisions. Just it kidding, Nadrio, we love you. We do love you, and it was between that and a fandom wiki, yeah. and I was not going to do the fandom We're wiki. We're going to stick with Nadrio. Yes, and this one was a source from, I think, two thousand, like early 2010s, late 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know how much it holds up to today, but that was all they had on uh, National Geographic. So here, here's hoping, am I right? Uh, there's a species of Arthropleura. They did not give the name on National Geographic, but it is known as the largest known land-dwelling invertebrate of all time. And that's a d- direct quote from them. I have it in quotation marks. They are considered one of, if not the largest, arthropod known to live at all. Yeah, they were in a pretty sweet spot. The Carboniferous saw a pretty high oxygen content and a lot of swamps. So amphibians and arthropods did very, very well. Of course, when those rainforests died because of climate change and uh, other events, those those amphibians and these arthropods went extinct. But you had, like... You had dragonflies the size of cats. Yes. You had the... Okay, that could be totally, totally wrong. I'm getting that from, like... No, that, when I did my research, they also talked about dragonflies that were bigger than cats. Oh, okay, Yes, yeah. they talked about those, and they sort of rivaled with the arthropleura, like, yeah. the type I'm talking about. Big dragonflies. Yeah. I mean, neither were predators. Both were they definitely... They didn't rival physically. I mean, size. Niche. Oh, yeah. Like, their size rivaled against each other. And then, my yeah, boys won. Huge amphibians. Absolutely yes. huge amphibians. Um, but, of Ooh. course, they all died out. What and, a time uh, to be alive, Those though. who didn't die out saw a massive size reduction. And now, I mean, you still have decent-sized millipedes yeah, like they're in the, pretty near the long. equator today. But, like, up where we are, nah, they're not big. I mean, we have giant centipedes that bite and 
can poison yeah, you. Yeah, do big bad. Yeah, so... Big ouchies. We are still sort of there, but they kind of got smaller. Still very dangerous. And that's all we have on them right now, sadly. Um, if any of our listeners can find more sources, you can email us or tweet at us. And if you're just going to email me about the Walking with Monsters episode with the giant bugs, please... Totally wrong, by the way. Yeah, but please do so, because I want to relive that. That was... Yeah. That was a fun Very, thing. very, very wrong. It was very wrong, but I do have good memories of watching the bug battle and being super happy during it. It made me happy. Uh, so, Ben, it's time to revisit our two fun games. First of all, Pet or Pest? Pest. Kill with fire. No. <laughs> yes. Kill it. Kill it. I think they would be perfect pets, not generally house pets, of course. I think they would be cool in the wild, and as I said before, they oh, would you're be... You're gonna have one in your backyard? I would, no! I would let one sleep with me. Are you kidding? No! And as I said before, they would be a nice food source if you were able to eat Absolutely bugs, which I am. not. I would gladly if it came to that and i would welcome them into my garden you disgust me <laughs> and are you excited about them being extinct um again i'm gonna say no i really would like to see one from afar i think it'd be a very neat experience to like stand in the middle of a ferny jungle in the carboniferous um and just to see <laughs> this decent sized line of shrubs start shaking and out pops an arthur pleura that'd be pretty sick but I have a weird thing where I want to, like, go back in time and see extinct species. So I'm just yeah. weird with that, I think. I'm going to also say no, because as I said, I love these guys. And I know I don't have much research on them or anything, but I would gladly, like, welcome them back into our society. They definitely, it definitely would not work today. It would not. There is no way we will ever bring this animal back with o- with know. the oxygen contents that we're used to. I know, it's just a bummer. Unless um, we event away, well... First of all, we need to invent a way to clone DNA, like Jurassic yeah. Park style or whatever. I don't know yeah. anything about it. And then you need to invent a room that's like 90% oxygen, just like 10% other a- other atmosphere, plant period appropriate plants, and then, then you can try. Yeah. Just become uh, the villain from the Lorax movie, but for science. Yep. I cannot wait till we bring prehistoric animals back from the dead. That would be oh, pretty cool. It's going to be amazing. Jurassic Park told us not to, but oh, I don't say... Use them as, don't use them as attractions. Yeah. Just use them to study. Yeah, That's like, so screw cool. Jurassic Park. I love Jurassic Park, but Although, screw Jurassic Park. I will pay any amount of money. See a T-Rex, bro. That'd be I just awesome. See an, I just want to see a giant millipede. No, I want to see a T-Rex. Uh, no, I, so sick. No, I think I would die, like, right off the bat. No. I mean, if it gets out... No, if it gets out, animals, when they're stressed, have no interest in eating you. Yeah, no, I a know. A T-Rex that got out and saw the what what the world looked like it would not want to eat anyone. It would curl up and want to die. That's fair. It may want to eat our cattle. I'm based, not basing that off of predator behavior during stress today for all those shticklers. We don't have any sticklers, I'm afraid. All right. So you can contact us at stemsiblingspod at gmail.com or on Twitter at podcaststem. You can find our podcast on iTunes or Podbean. You probably already found it if you are listening. Please leave us a review. We would appreciate that. I got us sort of promoted on Twitter by advertising us on my personal account, so that's great. Uh, wow, big step for you. If you leave us a good review, you'll get a thank you in our show. Um, <laughs> what? 
Leave us a good review. If you leave us a bad review, we will bomb <laughs> your house. We will. That's a we, joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. Here at Stem Siblings, we do not believe in bombing anybody, no matter whether you hate us or not. We are a bomb-free podcast, and the government, if you are listening, that was a joke. Yes. Joke, 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 joke. But we will also mention you on our podcast, but with shame. And probably bomb your house. With <laughs> A joke. A joke. Again, a joke. Um, I've been getting some questions about our schedule right now. This You've pod- been getting questions about our schedule? Yeah. Wow. It's it's from my friends. Yeah, I was about to say, is it like, it's is this questions friends. that you've been like writing down for yourself and then like no, finding a week later? No, Dasha, Dasha asked when we were going to update. This is a monthly podcast. Monthly. Monthly, uh, monthly. When in the month? I don't know. Could I don't have the knowledge, but. What? Can't, we can't do two times a month? Uh. Not right now, because I have to research, and I'm in class right now, and you're at work. Monthly. Monthly. But <laughs> eventually uh, two times a month. And if you were paying attention at the beginning, we actually have good music before and after our show wow. now, instead of the stuff that I tried to make, courtesy of the one and only Stephen Vlam. So, <laughs> thanks, Steve. He is our stem father. Uh, no, don't say it like that. That's okay. gross. He is our dad. He is our dad. He, he's not our. St- we didn't grow off of him. But he is an engineer. But he is yeah. So he could probably find a way to make people grow off of people. <laughs> anyway, next point. So I don't know what we're gonna do next episode. I do. You do. Prehistoric battles, but between. But we already did a prehistoric creature. You think we could do a battle? Uh, yeah, we could definitely do prehistoric battles. The bit will never die. No, right. The bit will never yeah, die. Yeah, the bit will never die. We're going to do a prehistoric battle next do, episode. Yeah, prehistoric battle. The bit's great. The bit's, <laughs> the bit's awesome. great. Um, so until next time, this has been STEM Siblings Podcast, and please never major in chemistry. Oh, yeah, God. Don't. <laughs> All right, we love you. Bye. Bye.